another episode of Sports and Discourse with your host, Derek Stevenson. And listen, um, you know, sometimes, even though my channel, my show is primarily based around me covering sports and discussing sports topics, every once in a while, you know, I'll venture off into something else. I might do uh, a mo- movie or a TV review. I might talk about something that's just relevant to um, American society or something that's political-based. You know, every once in a while, I do something different from sports, basically. And actually, this month, you know, a lot of people may be aware of this already, but I, out of nowhere, I had a mini-stroke. And I had made a video... And I basically explained what happened, but I hadn't um, put it on, you know, my show channel or anything like that. I just posted on Facebook for the majority of the people that know me to just, you know, if, if they was concerned, they could listen to the the video and see what happened to me. And um, now I just realized that, you know, with it being Stroke Awareness Month and me actually having a stroke in Stroke Awareness Month, that I decided that I should go on and put this video out so I'm going to present it to uh, all the people that watched me on Sports and Discourse, and um, you can see what happened to me. So hopefully, um, you know, I can bring awareness to this, and now that I'm actually considered a stroke survivor, um, this is going to have to be something that I incorporate into my life, and, um, you know, hopefully I can try to bring awareness to other people so that maybe, you know, I can prevent somebody else from having to go through this. Um, but you know, anyways, enjoy. What's up everybody? Um, I'm finally home. I'm, I'm out of the hospital. I feel pretty good, you know, and I was just going to let y'all know what happened to me. Right. Um, but before I get into it, first, I want to say thank you for the love and support. You know, obviously my family and friends, my wife. You know, I knew they was all going to hold me down, but I was actually shocked and surprised that so many people reached out to me, you know, outside of my family and friends. Like, a lot of people would hit me up, you know, asking. They was concerned about me, you know, letting me know if I needed any assistance or anything that, you know, they had had my back or whatever. My job was actually, you know pretty supportive um people that I don't even know that well was hitting me up texting me sending me messages just uh showing some love man so you know I just want to tell everybody that I appreciate that and it meant a lot to me you know what I'm saying like the whole time I was going through my situation I felt like um I felt a whole lot of love and support man so thank y'all for that um but, you know, I'm sure a lot of people want to know what happened to me, right? So I'm going to just tell y'all. I've told some people, obviously, but, you know, this is the story, right? So Friday night I had texted my wife and I was asking her, uh, did we have any plans for Saturday? Because I wanted to record an episode of my show. So she was like, nah, we just got to, um, she was like, we ain't got to do much, but, 
she was like, I already uh, made some reservations for us to go to brunch. And she said, I, um, for my job, they're having a walk out at Keeneland for stroke awareness. And she was like, you know, if you don't mind, let's run out there, do the walk, and then we'll go to brunch. And then, you know, whatever you want to do after that is cool. So I was like, all right, bet. I'll do my show, like, you know, around 1 o'clock or something. So that was the plans, right? So I wake up Saturday. Man, I'm just kind of tired. So I I told my wife, I was like, man, I really don't feel like doing all that. I was like, I'm going to be tired when I end up having to do my show. So I was like, is it cool if we skip the stroke awareness walk? And she was like, yeah, it's cool. She was like, let's just go to brunch. She was like, we'll come home and chill out for a minute, and then you can go run and take care of your business. So I was like, all right, bet. So everything goes smooth, handle everything. Then, you know, nighttime, we went to sleep like normally. Everything was all good. Well, she had uh, woke up like probably around 3 o'clock or something, she was pretty restless. She was getting out of the bed. You know, she was getting back in the bed, tossing and turning. Um, she just couldn't really go to sleep. So in the process of doing all that, she ended up waking me up. So, you know, I had got a few hours of sleep in. So when she woke me up, I was wide awake. So I laid in the bed, but I didn't go to sleep for a minute. Probably laid in the bed for about an hour, just chilling. And I was like, uh... Shit, I'm going to just get up and go watch some TV in the living room so I don't wake her ass up after she just fell back to sleep. So I still feel good. I get up. I go uh, go in the living room, sit down. I'm about to turn on the TV. And she calls me. And she's like, hey, can you bring me a blanket or something? Because... She was cold or some shit, so she asked me for a blanket and can I turn the air down a little bit or whatever. So I was trying to respond to her. So I was trying to say, yeah, I'll bring it to you. But I couldn't speak. Like, I just mumbled some shit. I was like, mm-hmm. So then I was like, what the hell? So I'm just kind of confused. I don't know what the hell is going on. So I tried to speak again. So I was, mm, and then I was like, damn, like I can't speak. But I still was aware of everything that was going on. I just couldn't actually form no words. So at this point, shit, I'm kind of scared now, honestly. So I run in the bedroom. I ain't even turned the lights on or nothing. And I'm just tapping her on the leg, right? And um, she's like, are you all right? And I was like. And I know I sound pitiful, but I was like, no, no. <laughs> I'm just trying to be like, no, I'm like, I'm not all right. So I was like, no, no. I'm slobbering and shit, but I just couldn't say no. So she's like, can you not speak? And I'm just like, mm-hmm. so she jumps up. So she's like, she turns the light on. She's looking at my face. She's crying and shit. And then out of nowhere, like, I could just talk again. So, 
you know, she's all upset and shit. So I'm hugging her and shit. And I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I ain't mean to, you know what I'm saying, upset you like that. Like, I'm cool. You know, don't worry about it. Like, I'm good. Just go back to sleep. And she's like looking at my face and shit. And she's like, nah, nah, hold up. And I'm like, what? And she's like, something's wrong with your face. And I'm like, what you mean? Like, she like, your your face look a little tight on the left side. Like, like your your lip and stuff is like a little, like it's tight, like it's tightened up. So I'm like, word. So she's like, yeah. She's like, I think you might have had a stroke. So I'm like, nah, I'm cool. Like, I'm good. But I was like, let me go look real fast, though. So I go look in the mirror in the bathroom. And I'm looking at my face and I'm like, mm, sort of see what you're saying. But I was like, I could have just been, you know, like I'm just in denial kind of. I'm like just, like just coming up with anything. I'm like, man, I probably was laying on my face or some shit too long. You know, my face probably just swolled up on one side. I was like, I'm good. Don't worry about it. So she's like, nah, I think like we need to go to the doctor. So I'm like, nah, man, I'm good. So I come back in the in the bedroom and she done put all her clothes on and shit. So I'm like, why you got your clothes on? She's like, nah, we need to go to the hospital. So I'm like, nah, just give me a minute, man. Just just chill out for a second. Just let me think. So I'm sitting down and like I'm looking at my hand, my left hand, and like I can't straighten it all the way out. So like it's kind of looking, it's kind of sitting like this, right? So I'm I'm doing all of these I'm doing all of this type of shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing all of this. And I'm like, I can move my hand. I was like, but the shit feel a little weird. It just kind of feels a little off. Like I feel like I'm thinking a lot to try to like do certain little things that, you know, certain stuff that you can just do instinctively, right? So I'm like, I gotta really think it out. I wasn't really in no pain or nothing. I had a little tingle, like a little tingle going down my forearm. You know what I'm saying? It like started at my elbow and it's going down to my fingers. It's just tingling a little bit. But like, you know, I could pretty much move my hand, but it's just like, like I'm looking at my fingers, like I'm looking at this hand and I'm like, this hand's pretty straight. Then I'm looking at this one and I'm like, this one look a little funny though. So she's like, see, that's a sign of stroke. Like, you probably had a stroke. We need to go to the hospital. And I'm like, I'm still in denial, man. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm like, just just chill. I was like, and she's getting mad, you know what I'm saying? So I said, look, I said, just give me like 10 minutes, right? And if my hand is cool, we good. If my hand is not cool, we'll go ahead and go. So she's like, all right, but I think she's just, I think she's still going to force me to go eventually, but she's just not trying to fight with me about it, right? So she's like, okay. So then I was just looking at my shit, and I'm still doing all of this. And I'm like, man, it just it don't feel good. So I was like, fuck it, I'll go ahead and go. But I was like, I'm hungry. So I was like, you got I got to get some food. And so... We get ready to go, and me not even thinking straight, man. I'm just used to going outside and getting in the car. Like, I go outside, and I get in the car, and I'm driving the car. (laughs) 
Like after I just had a stroke, I'm just driving because that's just how we do it. Like no matter whose car we take, if we in my car, if we in her car, I usually drive. She usually ride in the passenger. So like we just naturally just do what we do. So we go and I get me some IHOP or something. So I'm eating. So uh, then, you know, I call a few people, you know, like and let them know, like, man, I'm about to go to the hospital. I think I might have had a stroke. But I'm just trying to, you know, go check and see. So I let a few people go, a, a handful of people know what I was doing. So we go to the uh, to the emergency room in St. Joseph. And, um, you know, I'm telling them, telling them all what happened and whatever. So they give me a CT scan. So I'm waiting for the results. And, um, you know, they doing some more stuff. They taking some x-rays on my neck. And um, when they come back with the CT scan, the doctor is like, you look like you about to make a full recovery. Probably going to be straight. But he was like, I do think you had a mini stroke. So then I was just kind of like, damn, for real? And he was like, yeah. He was like, I need I'm he was like, I really want to give you an MRI so we can just try to figure out, like, what caused it. Because he's like, you so young. He's like, it's just kind of weird. He's like, it ain't, like, completely uncommon, but he's like, it usually, you know, don't really be popping off like that with somebody that young. So he's like, let me just, you know, get some more tests off so we can try to see what's going on. So now I'm kind of like, damn, like, because he's like, it's, I seen something on like your frontal lobe that was kind of concerning to me. So when he said that, I was kind of like, damn, like, shit, maybe something's wrong. I started getting kind of emotional. So I'm like, damn, I might have to start, you know, telling some people, letting some people know what's going on. So because at this time, I, I didn't even tell my parents yet. I hadn't told my kids. You know what I'm saying? Like only a few people knew outside of my wife. So I'm like, damn, I need to tell my parents. So, you know, I I call my dad and shit. Uh, I talked to my dad and my mom on, you know, speakerphone so they can both hear me. And I was like about to tell them, like, I think I had a mini stroke and damn, I started crying and shit. So I passed the phone to my wife. I was like, man, you got to tell them what's up. So I let her tell them and everything. And then, um. You know, I called my daughter's mom and I let my wife tell her what's going on so she could tell my daughter. Because um, I knew if I would have talked to my daughter, I knew I would have been all fucked up. And then she would have probably been scared and she would have just, you know, I just wasn't trying to confuse her or nothing. Because I really didn't know what was going on yet, but I was, I felt like it was serious enough that I needed to at least start telling some people. So, you know, after I let everybody know, people start coming through, people's calling me, trying to see what's up. And they just, you know, they running more tests on me. Um, so I end up going and taking the MRI. And uh, MRI suck too, man. For anybody that's ever had to take one, man, those things, oh man, it's it's super uncomfortable, man, like. I feel for you. 
So anyway, so I take the MRI. So they finally give me a room or whatever. So I go up in my room. You know, I'm waiting. They taking more, they doing more tests and everything. And one of the things that they did tell me was they told me that I had like really high cholesterol. And um, probably because I just eat so much junk food, man, like from my job, me just driving. I don't really be having a whole lot of set time to eat while I'm at work. So I just be like just eating a whole bunch of garbage. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the things that I'm going to have to do is make a real big lifestyle change. I'm going to have to start eating a whole lot more healthier. And I got to exercise some, man. And I'm probably going to have to give up smoking cigars, which is going to hurt me, man. But I'm probably going to have to give it up. Uh, So anyway, so they, you know, they come in. They just running all these tests. And, you know, when I finally talked to um, neurology about my MRI and stuff. Oh, no. Matter of fact, let me slow down. They end up doing an echo on my heart, right? So they do this test called a bubble test. And, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's like uh, where they, they like push this stuff. They put some kind of chemical in me and uh, they like put a bubble and the bubble supposed to go through my heart or something like the heart valves or something like that. And if it, if it reacts a certain way, they can know if, like, I have, like, a blood clot or something, whatever it is. So they do this test on me. It's called, like, a heart echo or something like that. So then whenever um, I get the results for the MRI, they tell me that I definitely did have a stroke um, in the part of my brain. I think it was my right frontal lobe, uh, the part that has some, like, damage in it or whatever it was. Uh, it directly affects like my me being able to control my left hand. So, and probably like you know that's probably why the left side of my mouth drew up a little bit. Um. So they're like, yeah, you definitely had a stroke. So we just trying to figure out why. So then when they come back with the heart, uh, you know the results from the heart echo, they like, man, you got PFO. And I forgot exactly what that stands for. Uh. You can look it up if you want, but it's called PFO, right? So basically, in a nutshell, what happened was when I was actually a child and they cut my umbilical cord, like one of the valves in my heart didn't close up all the way. So essentially, I've been having like an opening in my heart for like 39 years, right? (laughs) I just never knew. So, basically, this little opening in my heart, uh, it got clotted. And I guess that's what, you know, whenever they got clotted, uh, yeah, whenever it got clotted, that's what caused me to have a little mini stroke. And I guess I've just been lucky all these years that, you know, nothing ever happened to me before. And maybe, you know. When I was younger, I was more healthier. I was way more active, you know what I'm saying? So maybe that, that saved me for some years. Then once I done got older, man, I just, I ain't active no more. Eat unhealthy, smoke, drink a little bit. So, 
maybe I just wasn't able to, you know, withstand it anymore. And, um, yeah, so that's basically what happened. So I felt a little bit of relief um, because basically they feel like there might be, you know, a way that I can prevent it, right? So what they... They're going to put me on a couple of different medicines. Like, they're going to put me on a blood thinner. Um, they're going to have me take some cholesterol medicine. And they said that they're going to try to manage it with medicine, right? But they are still going to have me um, go see a cardiologist at a Kentucky hospital, right? And um, then uh, they can make the final decision if, if it's going to be cool enough for me to manage it with medicine or if I need to have a small surgery. And the good thing about it is if they do the surgery, they're not going to have to crack my chest open. Right. They, uh, they said that they have a way that they can take like a catheter and go in it, you know, with a catheter and like close the opening up. Right. So if worse comes to worse, you know, and they have to close it up, at least they ain't going to have to like, split me open which made me feel a little better um but yeah man that's basically uh <laughs> you know it's, that's basically what happened so you know thankfully you know I was only unable to speak for like you know probably a couple of minutes and fortunately for me man that I actually got a wife that, you know, she works in the healthcare uh, field. So she's used to seeing the signs, like she knew what to do. And, and plus she's bossy, man. So, you know, a lot of times we be getting into it cause I be having to tell her quit trying to boss me around and shit. You know what I mean? I'd be like, man, you ain't at work, man. Like quit trying to boss me. Around. Like I, we be going through that sometime. So sometimes I just be like, man, shut up, man. Leave me alone. Um, but, you know, thankfully, in this case, you know, it worked to my benefit because, you know, if I would have been single, I probably would have just sat there and waited till I felt better. And maybe I would have felt better and or maybe it would have got worse. And uh, I would, might not have ever known what was going on with me. But shit, it to be honest with you, even if she wouldn't have called me to even like, you know, bring her a blanket or whatever, I might have just sat in the living room and had a stroke and never even known because I wouldn't even really had no reason to even speak. So I wouldn't maybe I might not even been aware that it was happening to me. Might have fell back to sleep and woke up and my hand was fine and I never realized that I couldn't speak. You know, maybe this ain't even the first time maybe it might have happened to me before like I just don't know like it's all just kind of scary a little bit but um the one thing that I uh that I think I gotta really gotta start doing is I think I gotta start going to the doctor more often man like you know I kind of always been really healthy um I ain't never really had to have no major surgeries uh I ain't had no real bad illnesses. So I just never really went to the doctor a lot. So now, you know, I'm going to start probably trying to go like, you know, 
at least every six months. You know what I mean? Shit, I might even start going three times a year, but I probably at least need to go two times just to make sure, let them, you know, do some tests on me, make sure I'm good because, man, that was just kind of a wake-up call for me because, like, you, even though I knew I was fat, I knew I was out of shape, I knew I was smoking, but I still thought I was generally healthy, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't think I would have, like, no serious, you know, health situation and, um, I, n- I never imagined that I had a birth defect with my heart. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, one thing I would do is I would just encourage everybody to, man, just start being a little more proactive uh, with your health. And just try to take it a little more serious. You know, if you got insurance, man, why why pay for insurance and just never use it? Like, I, shit, I probably had insurance for consistently for like at least the last 12 to 15 years and um probably only done went to the doctor maybe three times so if you got insurance man you probably need to start using it and um start checking yourself out man and just make sure you good because I finally feel like I'm getting at that age now where you know my body ain't gonna just naturally uh heal and protect me from everything so you know, man, I just, uh, you know, I was just fortunate, man, that, you know, I was able to shake it off and um, hopefully I'll be able to prevent it from happening again. And, you know, I just thank God that, um, you know, it wasn't more serious. And, you know, I got to thank God that I had a wife that really, like, stayed on me and got me where I was supposed to be, man. Uh, but, yeah. That's basically the story, man. So, you know, y'all just take care of yourselves out there, man. Because um, I would hate uh, for anybody that I know to have to go through something like that, man. And, you know, probably scared a lot of people. And, um, you know, I just got to do my part to try to take care of myself, man. I, You know, I got too much to live for. So, you know, I'm going to just try to really dedicate myself you know, to starting to become more healthier, man. So, um, yeah, like I said, uh, I appreciate everybody that reached out to me, everybody that sent me an inbox, everybody that texted me, everybody that came to visit, everybody that called me on the phone, called me through Facebook, everybody, man. Like, I really appreciate it, and um, it really meant a lot to me, man. Anybody that just commented on one of my posts and, you know, just threw some prayers up in the air for me. Whatever whatever you did, man, I really appreciate it. Um, it really meant a lot to me. So, you know, thank y'all, man. But, yeah, that's the story. So it is what it is, man. I'm going to try to do better for y'all. And um, thank y'all, man. I appreciate it.